0: Welcome back to the podcast, or welcome if it's the first time that you're tuning in. I am back today with another solo cast, still without a microphone, because I'm still in Michigan visiting my family, but I head back in two days to LA. I have been experiencing the good old snowstorm that everyone's talking about, at least over here, and there is two feet of snow just outside, and it has been beautiful and cold. (laughs) So I am really looking forward to going back and being in the sun again. Um, But yeah, I have really enjoyed this slow December month. Been doing a lot of reflecting and really excited for the new year. And I thought it would be really cool to share with you some things that I personally am working on releasing or would like to release in 2023 and things I'm doing instead. So let's do it. (laughs) Uh, 2022 was a lot for me. And I feel like it was a lot for like most of us, if not all of us. Um, For me, I felt like all these like residual things from 2020 kind of all came to head. Like 2020 was hard. But for me, in 2022 was like, okay, girl, time to figure out all the shit you've been shoving away, <laughs> like time to figure this out, which has been really difficult, but so healing. It was tough and it was so healing. I really let myself step into the unknown times a thousand percent. And in doing that, it was such a paradox of being extremely difficult and Really exciting and rewarding. And I think 2023 for me was a time, sorry, 2022 was a time for me to get to know myself a lot more. And that is not easy (laughs) because sometimes we don't like certain things about ourselves, or we, if you're anything like me, you choose to not face them because it's scary. So I just thought I would share with you my reflections heading into the new year, these aren't necessarily goals or resolutions, but rather they're more like little checkpoints, little reminders I want to continue to remind myself of and things I just want to release. I don't want to do these next year. I don't want to do these things. Um, So, Or at least I want to manage them if I can't completely get rid of them. So let's get started. Uh, Number one is body and skin checking. So I really don't body check, to be honest. I just thought I'd throw this in there with the skin checking. It's more so skin checking and appearance checking. It's just like checking in the mirror. And I think it's so habitual for me. Like ever since I got in super into skincare, which was this past year, it's been really fun. And it's given me like a whole new sense of meaning. (laughs) That's not being dramatic, I'm serious. Uh, I don't know if anyone else can relate. And it's like any of those things that, could change your appearance, like same with working out. You know, if if you do some start something, it's it's it can be really healthy, but then it also can be really unhealthy if you kind of like expect results and you kind of look at yourself and look at yourself and wait around and look at yourself in the mirror until things change. So for me I wanted to include this because I feel like I do a lot of kind of like skin checking and kind of like hair checking and outfit checking. And I used to do a lot of body checking. So if anyone out there is body checking, we can move on from that together. Or I already moved on from it. You can move on from it because it doesn't help anything. So I feel like, you know, anytime I'm critical of myself in the mirror, basically this point is being critical of myself in the mirror in any capacity. So anytime I am critical with myself in the mirror, I always say something nice to myself afterwards. If I'm a little mean to myself, I always end on a positive note and end being kind to myself. It makes a huge difference because if you let the mean comment end, and if that's the end of your interaction with yourself, then that's what you're going to take with you for like the rest of the day or the next couple of hours. So for me, I always try and say something nice to myself after I say something mean to myself, because sometimes I'm not perfect to, to myself. I don't have a perfect relationship with myself. I don't have perfect confidence or perfect body image or whatever it might be. Um, I'm still sometimes a little bit mean to myself. I would say I'm generally very kind to myself, but, you know, she comes out a little bit. Um, sometimes, every, every once in a while. And anytime it happens, I say something nice to myself to count, even if I don't believe it, just to counter the little meanie. Um, so I don't want to skin check anymore. I don't want a hair check, outfit check. Definitely don't. Want to body check. I don't know. I don't body check anymore, but you know, don't want to do that. And, um, any sort of, I guess, any sort of critical, critically looking at myself, um, I don't want to do that anymore. It's just not, there's a difference, right? Between like being curious about your appearance, or, you know, sure, if I have like a pimple, I'm gonna look at it. I'm gonna look at it every day. I'm gonna see how it's doing, but I don't want to like stare at it and harp on it and, be like, oh, I'm saying really nasty things about myself because of it. I, I'll just put a little something, something on it. I'll go to bed. I'll wake up. I'll check on it. I'll check on it again at night and I'll just wait around. So that's that's very specific, but that's something I want to release. Okay. The next one is this whole idea of being an it girl. Really, really the it girl aesthetics. I feel like for me, the it girl doesn't bother me. It's just like the very specific aesthetics that come with it and how you're supposed to present yourself it feels like very clean productive girl focused which is great i think that's fine but i feel like the aesthetics of it is not what i'm what i'm after so not trying so hard to have like the clean girl makeup or the hair being so easily perfect that's what the it girl feels like to me it feels like this illusion of effort effortlessness But I feel like so many of us, maybe I'm wrong, but it seems like so many of us put a lot of effort into looking effortless and it's maybe not super healthy. So I feel like embracing what makes me feel like I'm actually like honoring myself. And this is going to sound so, this is such like a silly privileged thing to say. But when I cut my hair off because it was damaged, I was like, I don't think this fits into like what will make me look like an it girl. And and then I and then I loved it. And now I literally love my short hair. But my like immediate reaction was kind of like, I just don't think that this is what is like cool and what is gonna make me look like I have my life together. And I'm like, first of all, it's just hair, and second of all I, I didn't like that that was my first reaction. So that's something I'm really working on is this like aesthetics stuff. Um, yeah. <laughs> Does this one make sense? This one might not make sense. We'll see. Okay. The third thing I would like to release in my own life is proving myself to others in a very analytical and like numbers-based way. So proving myself to others has always been kind of hard for me. I've always felt this weird desire to prove myself to other people i i seriously feel like i don't remember a time in my life where that wasn't the case i don't hold grudges but i do feel like i owe a lot of people like a part of myself at times and it's really interesting so i'm trying to release this and the reason why i say proving myself with like analytical i don't know stats or numbers is because i feel like i'm, I'm i was really focused on numbers this past year like money my social media reach um i don't know views like whatever focus and i just want to focus on a lot more like feminine aspects of success which feels a lot more peaceful and like i don't have to prove shit to anyone like what i mean by that is how do i feel like this is what i want to define myself to define success as in 2023 how do i feel how am i able to adapt how am i able to lead how am I able to manage, but not in like a numbers way, not like how much money can I make? How much? I mean, yeah, I'm going to be thinking about that stuff, but not like in a way where I have to prove myself, you know, like how much money am I going to make and how much weight am I going to push at the gym? And I don't even know all these other stinky little numbers. Numbers in me don't have a good track record. You know what I mean? Like I, I appreciate numbers and they have their place in the world, obviously. Um, but yeah, me and numbers don't get along. Okay. Even from before my healing journey, I just did not like numbers. I don't like math. Um, okay. So that's something that I'm trying to release. Is this is instead of being analytical when it comes to like proving myself, I want to just be peaceful, embrace the feminine, and prove myself to me. And by doing that, like a way that I do or ways that I do that is by honoring, you know, my desires by tuning in and hearing myself talking to myself. <laughs> I sound Oh, that sounds kind of crazy, but I'm serious, like not actually talking to myself, but really hearing myself and and allowing myself to have the space that I need. Okay. The next one I'd like to release is anger at my past self. And even me just now saying that, I feel it bubbling up. Um, So this is something I'm definitely still working on heavily, but it's, I don't know, I feel like kind of angry at my past self. And instead, I really want to focus on continuing to make my story right. Continuing to make my story what it is and not having this really intense need to like go back in time and change it cause I can't. And because I want to honor and see that I had all the resources and information that I had at the time. So instead of holding myself hostage for not making a decision instead of a B decision or whatever, I want to accept that I did what I thought was like absolutely best for myself and, and others at the time. And if I didn't like the outcome, or if I don't like the outcome, I want to acknowledge that I can learn from my past self and accept that mistakes are for learning from and making a different choice if possible in the future. If I can't make a different choice, I will. So I feel like, again, it's pretty vulnerable, but I feel like I'm pretty angry at my past self. Like I feel like I let things kind of slide and I just wasn't I wasn't honoring my feelings and my needs for so long, um, that. I don't know, just have a little bit or a lot of bit of built up anger. So that's something I want to release, making my story right. Um, and there's no, I don't have the solution to, as to how to do that. Something that helps me though is to, if I do find myself like harping on like a past like mistake or a past situation that I don't like or didn't like the outcome of, I like to think about why I made that decision. Like remembering why I did what I did. Because I know there's always a reason that we do the things that we do. Probably multiple reasons. So I like to look back and think about why did I do this? And it really helps me to feel validated and to kind of move on. And, and then like forgive myself. Like what am I going to do differently in the future? Um, how can I change the course, if possible, of my life? So that's something I'm working on. Okay. Number five is hyper... Independence. (laughs) Enough said. No, but seriously, for me, this looks like putting on and owning just about every hat I can find. I just put it on and say, you know what, this is my job and I'm going to do it on my own, which can take you really far in life, but it can also take you into a place of feeling alone. And I tend to run away from my problems if I'm being honest. I really do. At least in the past, I did. And in 2023, I want to continue to work on allowing other people in, especially when it comes to externalizing my like issues I have in my life, like asking for help, letting other people in, speaking up for myself when things aren't quite right. So instead of being hyper-independent and sort of labeling myself as like an independent woman, don't mess with me. I got it without you. I'm gonna rely on my support. I'm gonna let people in. I'm going to let people open the doors for me. I'm gonna give some of my time away to the old people who wants to talk to me, you know, like, you know what I mean? Not that all the old people want to talk to me, but like, I got a task at hand. Like nobody get out of, nobody get in my way, get out of my way. I I do that. I will admit that. So I want to release that like rigid control of like, I gotta get, I gotta like get, I don't have no time in my life or blah, blah, blah. Like this hyper independence I have. So I'm going to rely on my support, get help when I need it, be a part of support groups, um, and then release the idea that I always need to have my shit together 100% of the time because I don't, and it's a facade that I'm putting on myself, and who's who's that helping? It's not helping me or anyone else in my life. It's caused problems in myself and other people in my life, so I wanna, I wanna not be hyper-independent anymore. I wanna let people in. The next point is, it kind of goes hand in hand with the hyperindependence, but it's six, and that's worrying about others worrying about me. <laughs> Seriously, if, is there like a worry loop in this world? Because that's, I I have been in this worry loop where I'm worried that other people are worried about me. So I, again, hyperindependence, independence right? It, it, like, I'm constantly worried that other people worry, which seems so silly because, Like, I don't think it's innately wrong to be conscious of how much, like, real estate I'm taking up in other people's minds. I don't want to be a burden to people. Um, It's it's a balance for me, at least, right, of, like, finding out where – like, how can I be conscious of being somebody who – someone doesn't have to, like, worry about being a burden to somebody, but also – like not living in this guise that I've got it all together all, all the time and that no one can ever lay a single thought that I might not be on top of the world, which in terms of my mental health, which is not true. So I just feel like I don't wanna live in this idea that other like worrying so much that other people are thinking about me and worrying about me. Honestly, they're probably not even worried about me. And if they are, I wanna let them worry about me and not be so concerned with them worrying about me. Cause if they're worrying about me, it's probably for a reason and I need to acknowledge that, right? Yeah, it goes with the hyper independence, I'd say. So instead, I want to allow others to hold space for me, especially close friends and family. I want to be honest about what I'm going through. I want to be open and receptive to hearing other people's opinions on what I could do differently, um, and not pretend like I know best all the time. Okay, we're on to number seven, which is being on the world's social media schedule. This is this is something I have been worried about for years, being relevant online. And I do not think I can care about this anymore. (laughs) I do not think I can, because it's something I've had to fight. Like if I, it has kept me up at night. And if I hold any like legacy in this world, I don't want it to be because I posted 365 days per year, sometimes three to four Five times a day. That's okay if that's what someone else wants to do. Honestly, I'm so impressed with it. I I love TikTok. I'll scroll forever, <laughs> and I like people who post many times a day. But I can't. I just can't do it. I I or I, maybe I could, but I don't want to. At least right now in my life. Um, and I want to. I want to my social media to be authentically me. I just want to be a human being in this world. Again, not that people on social media. Content creators aren't human beings, like my best friend is, is content creator. But I don't know, it just feels like I'm being pulled away from from that space a little bit. Um, and I never actually like pictured myself in the world of social media, which is kind of why I go in and out of loving it. Like I kind of hate it sometimes. It's it's a really tough balance for me. And instead of fighting against it, I'm just gonna embrace it. I'm done. Like I'm done trying to like make a schedule for myself. I'm done trying to like say, like, oh, I'm gonna get a going to do this and this and this. I'm just like, I'm just going to embrace it and take it as it is, at least right now. And at least in 2023, I think I'm just going to let it go. And if that means I lose followers, which I already have or relevancy or whatever, I just have to release those ex- expectations because I don't think I could keep up with, with it. And it's my own schedule that I've set for myself, which is kind of like the funny part of it. Like, I don't think anyone is like, okay, hey, where are you? Like, blah, blah, blah. I mean, People are so kind and they say they appreciate my content, which means the world to me. Um, and it's like, all I want to do is accept that and not 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 misinterpret that as I need to do more Then, Like, I just want to appreciate the fact that people are, are saying anything to me and then realize it's because of what I've already done. It's not because of what I need to keep doing. Does that make sense? It's really interesting. You know what? This made me think. I do feel like sometimes when I get receive compliments i could add this to another point honestly but if i do receive a compliment sometimes my my stinky (laughs) a stinky part of my brain will be like okay well now you have to uphold that and like work on it more because it's impressive or something like that i don't know what kind of bs is going on up there but i i want to focus on that and um release that for sure does anyone else relate to that okay moving on number eight age intimidation all of a sudden I feel like I put myself in this little age box where I feel like I'm behind in life or I haven't accomplished as much as I'd like or blah 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 blah, blah. I don't even know it's so annoying I just don't know I, I mean I definitely value productivity and like life stages for sure like it feels good to go with the flow of life I don't want to be in the same place now in 10 years like I want to make progress in my life um But I also really want to embrace the idea of letting life happen on its own time, releasing control over what my life should look like. Because living in the should is no fun. It's something I've done way too long in my life. And it's just, it just leaves me questioning myself and it's not a good feeling. So I don't know why, but I just put myself in this little age box all of a sudden where I'm like, okay, I got to do this, 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 and this by the time I'm this age. And it's not good. It's not a good feeling. It's cool to be motivated, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about like goal setting or being motivated. I'm talking about this like, oh, like, you know, gasping for air, trying to run all the way to this idea that you're supposed to have everything. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. It's this like chasing, a chasing until, and you 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 never are settled. You never. I never feel like anything's normal. I feel like I'm always chasing and and. Lately, I feel like it's because of this age intimidation I have. So instead, I want to focus on embracing life transitions at any stage, which is what I'm doing now, and allowing myself to change my mind and trusting that I can and I will guide myself in my life well. That's something I want to do. I want to trust that I can and will guide myself well in this life. And if if I make a mistake, again, like I said, you know, Learning from them. Not being angry at my past self. Okay. The last one, number nine, is choosing productive activities over just having fun. Yeah. Again, I don't want to spend two hours on an Instagram reel, y'all. Maybe I will someday, again. But I don't want to do that every day. I want to spend it on taking film photos of my new camera. Painting, I want to take a dance class. I want to take acting class. I want to have fun. Twenty twenty three is going to be my fun year. I want to travel. So I just feel like not everything has to hold productivity as a value, and that is something again, kind of like this it girl aesthetic, whatever. I just want to do things out of enjoyment. Like I'm really inspired by my mom right now because I'm spending so much time with her. She is so creative. She allows herself so much beautiful downtime. I mean, she works hard. Don't get me wrong, but. at at the end of the day, she allows herself downtime. We've been painting, we've been, she knits, she does all these amazing art. She draws, she just watches TV, whatever. She has like all these beautiful hobbies that she does and she doesn't let anyone know she's doing them, Right. she just comes home and experiences that enjoyment and just has fun with herself or with other people. And it's so inspiring because it's not like, productive like it is productive because she's having fun but it's this i don't know this like 2022 idea of productive feels like very rigid i don't like it so that's something i do not want to take with me in 2023 i want to release it i want to have fun just to have fun i don't want to do something new or get a new hobby and become an expert at it and become perfect at it i just want to do it to do it and that's super important to me um I want to have fun in 2023 for sure. I'm not going to make it 10 things just for the sake of a good a better number because I'm trying to release my perfectionism and I can't authentically think of anything else. So I'm just going to do 9. Um how how was this for you? If you t- listen to all this then thank you. I feel sometimes it feels really funny that I have a podcast and I'm just talking to people who listened to me, thank you so much. Um, and I'm just, hopefully you can resonate with this um, and maybe it inspired you to think about creating like a, a different type of like goals or goal in 2023 of like things that you wanna release and things that you would like to do instead. Um, let me know if you resonated with any of these or were inspired by any of them. Personally, like I said, it's, it's, it's a work in progress. Um, To recap, we got body checking and skin checking and appearance checking and that critical analytical voice in the mirror. That's something I want to release. I want to release the it girl aesthetics. Um, I want to release proving myself to other people with this analytical mindset, numbers. I want to release anger at my past self. I want to release hyper independence. I want to release worrying about others worrying about me. (laughs) The worry circle. I want to release being on the world's social media schedule. I want to release being intimidated by my own age, embracing it. And I want to release choosing productive activities over just having fun. Actually, you know what? When I say all these out loud, it makes me feel really happy and excited for my future. So thats is, that is that. I'm so excited because for New Year's, um my friend one of my best friends is throwing a really chill little party at her house and I'm so excited to just be with my friends and and welcome in 2023 I'm going to be back in LA and I'm really optimistic for my future and grateful for my future and grateful for all of you I'm so um incredibly grateful for all of you thank you so much for making 2022 such an impactful year for this podcast. Um, this year was definitely the year where I saw so much growth. And I'm sure y'all noticed, but I'm like getting regular sponsorships and it's so great. I've never even expected anything like this. So thank you so much for tuning in and, and leaving ratings and reviews and um, being such a sweet and amazing community and audience and, and just such a powerful community. So thank you so much. And with that, the 2022 season is over. Is that even the sound? I don't even think that's the sound. Whatever. You know what I'm talking about, right? Okay. So that's going to be this episode. Thank you so much again for tuning in. And I'll see y'all in 2023 on the next episode of Take the Cake and Season 4. Okay.